Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Yeah, the Celtics fall so hard. It's true. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Just Key and me today. Good morning, Key. Yo, what up? What's going on? You just get enough sleep last night? No. No, right, of no, course not. I watched the game, man. Yep. Can't sleep. Yeah. You know, watching hoops and, and between that and allergies and... Is the allergies still getting you? Allergies going to get you to it's over with, Max. Why don't you... I think they got shots for that. Why don't you go to the doctor and get a man, shot or something? It's not going to help. I got to just power through it. Power through it, huh? Power through it. I thought they, you know, I don't necessarily even know what's so weird is is they do have some sort of shot for it. Yeah. But it, I don't know that the doctors just like strongly recommend it because I don't think you can have it in your body uh, too often, whatever right. it is, you know. Plus, yo, they got microchips in the shot. Yo, don't let them. <laughs> please, though, please. The microchips in your body. The only reason why they're doing it is so that the doctors can make money. Yeah, right. So, it's the, yeah, oh, it's yeah. the insurance companies. They just well, they want you to get the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want you to take medicine. Then you'll feel better. You'll be able to pay them. Oh, I see. Uh, they got all. They, they got everything for everything, right? <laughs> right, of course. People <laughs> get online for five off. minutes. They figure out they their internet sleuths. They figure out the entire industry is a fraud, and f- even every advanced degree, they're all wrong. But in five minutes with a high school diploma, you can figure it all out online. I was told somebody they were talking about, um, you know, food and whatnot, and it's they're, they're just doing this to. So that they could make money in the fast food restaurant. They <laughs> they load up all the bad food and stuff. So I'm like, okay, well then just, you know, why don't you get a better job so then you can eat better food so therefore you don't have to worry about why they're poisoning the community with bad food. So why don't you just do that? Yep. Well, they won't hire me because of the... I was like, okay, it's, it, it's now, even though you got a degree, the degree's not strong enough to get a job. I just like it's always something, man. So, always. so la- going into last night's game, key. Yeah. The crazy thing about it was, think about what was happening after Game Three for the Celtics. Jalen Brown was openly saying, "Boy, this stuff is going on." Right. The coach is like, "Hey, I didn't have him ready to play." Basically, copping to losing the locker room. You're down 0-3. You're getting destroyed at home on the road. And what was bizarre to me was, as people keep saying, they're playing with their food, the Celtics, all year, starting in the second half. They're really good in the first half. They start messing around in the second half. Throughout these playoffs, they let teams hang around. But then when fit hits the Shan, there is, there is Jason Tatum in game six against Philadelphia with a, you know one for 15 in the fourth quarter, halfway through the fourth, and then he drops four threes. Then the next night, or the next game, 51 points since a Game 7 record in the postseason in NBA history, right? Oh, my God, they're going to carry that into the Heat series. They get beat up three straight games. And then Key, in the third quarter, Heat are about to go up double digits, and Tatum takes over again. You know, like, I, I, this is, it was just a weird team, these Celtics. 
Yeah, you know, Jimmy Butler kind of got a hot about the last six minutes of that third quarter. So he's, he, I think he finished the third quarter about 15 points. He he really started to, to play, but the Celtics wouldn't go away. Then all of a sudden, they they got a, a one-possession lead. Boom, now they go up by 10 again. And they just kept knocking down shot after shot after shot. Now, look, can they be the first team to come back and from a 3-0 deficit since the the, uh, ever. the Yankees surrendered in, in yeah, team yeah. sports, huh? What did you say? I, I think ever. I thought you meant in the NBA. You, know, no, you just I'm mean just in any sport. In, I'm yeah. talking about in any sport for that matter since the Yankees did it or since the Red Sox did it to the Yankees and went on to win the World Series. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it looked like they could just based on the fact that they they got this game in Miami. And now you say, okay, going on the road back to Boston, if they could somehow – get that game at home in game five, and then you start to say, okay, they put that pressure on Miami now, going back to Miami for game six. Could they do that? It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's just hard. Yeah, the the interesting thing about both conference finals is, and I asked this question when both teams were down 0-3, who has a better chance? Of course, it's not going to happen. It's never happened. Eventually, it's going to happen. But, but like, very odds are really against. It's never happened before. Down 0-3, who comes back? Uh, Lakers against the Nuggets or Celtics against the Heat? The reason it was an interesting question to me is the Nuggets are a powerhouse, right? But the Lakers were playing with character. So they didn't have enough shooting, but they were playing with character. And the other series, you go, damn, actually, the powerhouse is the Celtics, so that should give them a better chance, except they're not playing with character. They're folding, right? So give me the team with heart over the more talented team without it, right? That's what's so bizarre. So the Lakers eventually succumb to the Nuggets. They get swept. But they were in each, four, each of the four games. They just didn't have enough heart. They didn't shoot it enough, right? They don't, they don't shoot it well enough to stay with the Nuggets. Well, Boston didn't shoot it. I mean, not Boston. Uh, Miami didn't shoot it well either. Yeah, but they right, but that's what I mean. The Celtics are the better shooting team. So it, so even though it looked like they quit in Game Three, it's like all right, well this is a wrap. If they come alive, you know, Marcus Smart saying, "Don't let us get one." You understand what they mean because if they come alive, it's in there. They have the talent. They got the shooting. Right? It, it, unlikely to happen, but they're a very very talented team. The Celtics. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be tough to do. Tyler Hero's supposed to come back into the lineup here. Um, it's just gonna be it's gonna be a tough a tough out. I think Jimmy Butler realizes that, and he it, it's so funny because I think he'd rather win it in Boston anyway. I think he'd rather yeah. agitate the Boston <laughs> right. yeah. fans and close it out in Boston than in Miami. That's good. That's a good point. I was thinking, well, Jimmy Butler will close him out in Miami, but he probably is the type of dude to get more pleasure from doing that to them Absolutely. right in front of their crowd. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. I mean, 100%, he would rather do it in Boston than in Miami. And he, look, in the third quarter, he he turned, from whether it was passing the ball, whether it was playing defense, whether it was rebounding, second shot opportunities, uh, putting the ball up itself. That third quarter, midway through that third quarter, for whatever it was, that switch turned on. Yeah, and you could see where oh, this this is this is going to get real interesting here down the stretch. I think we just showed on ESPN too. Um, I, that may have been the sh- actual shot that put them up nine. That was their biggest lead in the early part of the third quarter before Tatum started hitting those threes. He I, I, once they were up nine, he, I was thinking, oh, here it comes. <laughs> it's going to be double digits when you blink. Then it'll be twenty, and then the game's over. 
But I got to give the Celtics credit. They played with character. Tatum, 33 points. Celtics stave off elimination. Here is Jalen Brown after the game. Just coming together, talking it, talking it out. And, like, a lot of times when you get to this point, you know, down 3-0, you see, you know, locker rooms and teams start to go in the other direction. We wanted to make sure that we stayed together. We wanted to make sure that we, you know, um, look each other in the eye and came out today and, and put our best foot forward. And uh, I'm proud of our group for doing that. Because, you know, you see teams with their back against the wall and you see they just collapse. Um, you didn't see that tonight. You've seen us come together. You've seen us play defense. You've seen us make the right plays. And I feel like that shows a lot about our character, especially in a game where everything has, you know, is on the line and everything has went wrong in the last couple of games. Yeah, he, I agree with him. He, they did. They showed character is exactly what they did. But, man, it came out of the blue, Key, because they did not show it in game three or two or one, really, to be well, honest. My, Miami our, uh, Miami helped them, though, on that comeback on that run. I don't remember exactly what the point total was, but they had about six straight turnovers. It, it was like, yeah. who's betting on the game? Like, right, it was yeah, yeah. like six straight turnovers. Every time they crossed the court, they turned the ball over. Every time they crossed the side of the court, they turned the ball over. It made absolutely no sense that it went that way. Um, and, and Boston capitalized on it because they scored on every single one of those possessions. Yeah, exactly right. The, key, the Heat just took their foot off the gas. Jimmy Butler was asked if he's worried about the Celtics gaining, you know, what Marcus Smart said, don't let us get one. You worried about the Celtics gaining momentum for this win, Jimmy? No. If anything, it'll build momentum for us, knowing that we have to play with a lot more energy. And, um, you know, we got to play like our backs are against the wall. Um, but I, I think all year long we've been better and we're able to do things the hard way. So, Key, you brought up the last, you know, you think about coming back down 0-3 um, in a best-of-seven series, and you can't go to basketball. It's never happened. You go to baseball, it's 0-4, uh, Red Sox, Yankees. But in any sport, you got to go back to 2014. It was the L.A. Kings down 0-3 came back, right? Like, it is an extremely rare. You have to cross Oh, yeah, that's sports. right. The Kings did come back. I yeah. forgot. But yeah. so since 04, it's almost 20 years. It happened in two different sports, and neither once, and neither time was it the NBA. It's crazy. It's a, it's, and I think that's partly because, Key, best team wins in basketball, man. So if one team beat another team three games in a row, it's because they're better, right? But I don't know. Are the Heat better than the Celtics, right? This might be an exception. You mean four games in a row? Yeah, four games in a row. Sorry, yeah. It, yeah. It's, yeah, but in basketball, even if a team is better constructed than another team, if you got one guy, we've seen it, whether it was LeBron James, we've seen it with Jimmy Butler, uh, we've seen it with countless players. Hell, Magic Johnson, when we was puppies, better, he took on a whole team by himself, and, and he was a rookie. And what, so one guy, that's why basketball is different than other sports. If, if baseball, you can get one guy – it's not going to do anything for you. Mike Trout can't help the Angels as great as he is. Yeah. And so when you look at it, one guy in basketball, if Jimmy Butler all of a sudden has a 39-point night, it's probably over for the Celtics. Especially when that one – right. It's, when I said three in a row, what I meant is once you've beaten a team three games in a row, it probably just indicates that you're a better team than the other team, so you're likely to win a fourth game before they win four in a row. But in this case on paper, the Celtics are the better team Except that, once again, I agree, if you have Jimmy Butler and, and his job is, Jimmy, just get us one right now, he ought to be able to do that, right, and close him down. Should be able to. That's why he talked that talk, because he know he can. Right. Meantime, 
The Celtics got the one game. They're down 3-1 now. The Lakers were unable to do it, though it came down to the last possession of the game. Did the Lakers just tip their hand, though, when it comes to their future? 888-SAY-ESPN, KJM. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Yeah, it's summertime. (laughs) Getting ready. Getting ready for summertime. LeBron James, it's interesting. Did the Lakers tip their hand when it comes to their future? You heard the sound coming in LeBron saying he has to think about his future, and he told Dave McMenamin walking out of the arena, yes, he is considering retirement. He was explicit about it, right? But everything LeBron does is carefully thought out, right? And what's interesting, I would assume so. I mean, most professional athletes at his level that's high like that, both on and off the court, think deeply about what it is that they're doing. So it's interesting. I'm on with Wendy yesterday on this just in, and he, I asked him, you know, because it seems to me there's two things being said. One, he's emotional, he's drained, he's asked a question, he answers it. A lot of athletes do that in that moment. They're not sure about the future. The other is LeBron knows what he's doing. He's controlling the narrative, right? Those two things are incompatible. Either you know what you're doing and you're premeditated or you're exhausted and you're speaking out of emotion. I, I, I love when people always say LeBron James knows what he's doing. He's controlling the narrative. I'm like, okay, so if he didn't say nothing, you would still say he's controlling the narrative. But, but it is incompatible, though, Key. You can't be, it can't be that he was both tired and emotionally drained and speaking just off the cuff and not sure about the future, and he had a plan. It can't be both. It could be one or the other. He doesn't, but he doesn't have a plan. So you think it was emotional exhaustion and all that stuff? I, I think it's I think it's emotional exhaustion on top of on top of these are the thoughts that's going through his mind. It, it, there's no plan because if there was a plan, he would simply say, "I'm coming back to play my 21st season," or "I'm going to retire in a couple weeks." Well, let me, that would be let a me, plan. Let me, this is not a plan by just saying, "I got to think through it." Let me give you uh, some evidence to the contrary. Okay. Because I, I asked Wendy, hey, would it be fair 
or would it just be this kind of media BS stuff that gets done, right? For me to ask, hey, is LeBron doing that thing where he's making it about himself after losing a series, taking the attention off the Nuggets, putting it on himself? Or is that really just not fair? And Wendy was, um, he was uh, uh, careful about the way he answered it. But he did say that there were, like he's being fair to LeBron and everything, but he did say that the question asked at the press conference had nothing to do with whether he, about his future, whether he was going to retire or not. LeBron, it seemed, had that message to get out and responded to a different question as though they asked him to, to you know, what do you think about the future or what do you... So he wanted to get it out. But and, could it be, and, then he, and then he messaged, and then he told Dave McMenamin, he's not doing that by accident, giving him some piece of information that like that. He interpreted that question as a question to ask him whether or not he was coming back to retire. Everybody interprets questions differently, Max. Just because Wendy may have thought, or the, or the individual who presented the question may have said, well, that's not really what I was looking for. Or Wendy may have heard it that way and said, well, that's not really the question that was posed to LeBron. Maybe LeBron James heard it as such, so he delivered that message. I'm just, I, I'm, I, I guess I'm an athlete who's been questioned many times as a, after post games and doing games by reporters and stuff like that. And sometimes you, you hear a question thinking that that is the answer that they're looking for, and you give them an answer. But it's not really the answer that fits the question, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. I but in in LeBron's case, or if it's LeBron or Tom Brady or someone you know who has the ability to kind of capture the attention of in, of the sports world with their plans for the future, I think they are. Like put it this way, I didn't know what the answer was yesterday. From what I've heard since then, I was open to the idea that he was just emotionally drained and said what he said because he was asked a question. From what I now understand, if what I understand is true, now I think he did it intentionally and he has some plan. See, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. Okay, I don't believe so that. I don't believe that for one bit that he intentionally walked up there and said, "I'm gonna tell him I'm thinking about retiring, so now I can bring the light on me, take it off the Nuggets, and you know." I don't believe that. Well, I just don't believe it. Okay, so, so, and I, I didn't know what to believe. Now I'm leaning in that direction based on what I've gathered. So LeBron said something interesting yesterday. He said he's still nine, better than 90 or 95% of the league. And I think he's better than that. Uh, Key, we were talking about it off, you know, during the commercial break. You don't think he was being that precise with the percentages, right? No, he's just he's saying not, he's most not players. There. No, if you ask me, you say, I can tell you right now, man, I'm 50. I'm better than 75% of the receivers in the league. That, right. that doesn't. That's I mean, not an like, exact number. Yeah, that's not an exact number. But so I think he's better than ninety five. I think ninety five is too low a number. He's probably better ninety eight percent of the players in the league. But the point that was the thing about that that was interesting to me is that's the first public utterance I've heard from LeBron, unless I've missed something, that acknowledges that he's not only no longer the best basketball player in the world, but that he's not the second or third best either. Right when you say ninety to ninety five percent, you're saying, man, there's a little layer that is better than me. Well, that, and that's okay. He's thirty eight damn years old, man. Key, it's incredible that he's still that good. No, I'm it's saying just it's int- okay. I'm saying it's okay for him to say that he's thirty eight years old. He's not oblivious to the fact that Giannis is probably better than him. Steph Curry is probably better than him. The Joker is probably better than him. He's not. Katie's probably better than him. He's not talking about ten years ago. He's talking about real. He hundred percent. Hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, it's just these moments in time are interesting to me. When there's an acknowledgement 
for the first time by somebody, hey, this is where I am now. Because we're trying to hit a moving target when we gauge where everyone is. And I've never heard him say something that would, that would lead me to believe he's now publicly acknowledging, man, there are players better than I am. So I that, love this world. So that, that <laughs> brings – but it's, I'm not, if you think I'm knocking him – you're no, out of your I'm mind. Not, like no, the dude's no, no, in I'm season saying, twenty. No, He's still one of the no, best players in basketball. Uh, uh, a bit dog will bark. I never said you were knocking him. Not Arr. one bit. Yeah. All I said was the world is really interesting because the guy acknowledges that other guys are slightly better than him. Yeah. Now we get ready to run with it and turn it into something that's just crazy to me. That's why you know how I am, Max. I'm not about to just read into something just because he says that. What is it? What to me? What he's acknowledging is that I need some help. Yes, that's what that's I'm saying. What, that's what he's acknowledging is that, okay, I can't do what I did 15 years ago by myself, so I need to figure out where I'm going to get a little bit of help that, from. We're on the that's same he, page. He's and saying. he's saying, look, I'm still really good. I can still help a team go a yeah. long way to helping a team win a championship, but I need more than I used to need. I totally agree that that yeah. is the message, right? Uh, absolutely. To the Lakers. So now the question is. Well, I don't necessarily know if it's the Lakers, but okay. <laughs> right, yeah. Who is it? To yeah, the I mean, like, yeah, it yeah. could be to any. He's just talking, man. Who, whoever drafts Bronny eventually. So, But it does bring up the question because the team he is presently on and under contract to. Uh, and who just, by the way, played four close games in the conference finals against the juggernaut, right? And the guy with it, maybe the be- probably the best player in the world in Jokic. So what is the plan for the Lakers going forward? It's a good question. Here's what Rob Palinka, Lakers GM, had to say about it. I want to respect LeBron's time and space to process what he needs to process, but LeBron and AD as two pillars is, you know, to, to us, an unmatched combination that we'll continue to lean into and build around, and we're proud of that combination of superstars, and want to continue to you know invest in that and invest in advancing the growth we had this year into next season. So okay. you can take that right there, mm-hmm. if you wanted to. I could package that up, spin it a little bit, put a little uh, sauce on top. Mm-hmm. And what he's saying is, Anthony Davis isn't going anywhere. He's a pillar of what we want to do with this organization. And if LeBron James decides to come back, these are the two guys who's going to lead us to the promised land, and then we're going to find some other pieces and put them around them. I could package it up, and it goes out on the wire, and there you go. You don't have to package it up. It's exactly what I heard, Key. I think that was the message 100%. And now the question for Lakers fans is, is building on that, does that mean retaining what you have – and let's be explicit, Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura, and adding another couple of pieces so the Lakers have more functional starters in the rotation at a championship level, right? Or does it mean adding a third leg to the tripod, right? Not just LeBron and AD, but LeBron, AD, and Kyrie. So that's the question, Lakers fans. Would you rather have keep what you have and add a Van Vliet if that's possible? Or would you rather, okay, we got to sacrifice either Hachimura or Austin Reeves, but we could bring in Kyrie Irving? 888-SAY-ESPN. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max ESPN Radio. You can download the ESPN app. If you don't have it already, it's probably already on your phone, I'm guessing. Just click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio, and you can take us with you. Did the Lakers tip their hand when it comes to their future? Here is Rob Palenka, Lakers GM, on the Lakers going forward. I want to respect LeBron's time and space to process what he needs to process, but LeBron and AD as two pillars is, you know, to, to us an unmatched combination that we'll continue to lean into and build around, and we're proud of that combination of superstars and want to continue to, you know, invest in that and invest in – advancing the growth we had this year into next season. And here's Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA reporter on the 6 p.m. Sports Center yesterday. I mean, obviously you're going to respect his words. This is the first time LeBron's ever spoken publicly this way, so I think that needs to be paid attention to. But in the league today, a lot of people were paying attention to something that Rob Palinka said, which was that he really intends to keep this young core on the Lakers together, most of what he traded for at the trade deadline. And that is interesting because the Lakers are in position to where they could either retain some of their free agents, Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, um, or whether they could, or D'Angelo Russell, or whether they could go into clear salary cap space and potentially chase another high-level or star player, something that LeBron might be interested in. And, And so around the league, what people are watching is, you know, when the Lakers have their discussions with LeBron, which Rob Palenka said they were going to have after they let him have some time, whether that would lead to any resolution of this or whether it would lead to LeBron considering it further. And that's going to be something that's going to become apparent because the Lakers have big decisions to make by mid to late June. Key, I I think Palenka did a tremendous job identifying and acquiring Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura, among others, but especially those two guys who are restricted free agents right now. Those are the kind of guys you would see in a Heat playoff run or a Spurs playoff run back in the day where you go, how does this franchise come up with these guys, right? They're just good. And so I get wanting to hold on to them. But here's the question. Would Lakers fans, you're a Lakers fan, Key, would you rather have all of your young pieces, right? Malik Beasley has a $16.5 million club option. Or Kyrie. Would you rather keep these guys and add a nice little player to them or, or two, let's say, or get Kyrie, even if it means losing at least a couple of these guys? Which would you rather? I probably would rather hold on to Rui and Austin and finding two other pieces because the way that I look at it, you got a 38-year-old LeBron James who's been in and out of the lineup over the last couple of years, correct? Mm-hmm. You got an Anthony Davis who's a little older who's been in and out of the lineup here over the last couple career. of years. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. You can't, you can't help yourself. I mean, but it's true. He doesn't play a lot. He, 60 games for AD is a full season. But so when I look at that and I add a Kyrie and I t- strip the team of 
something, I got to look at the what ifs. What if one or two of those guys come up with something over the course of the season? Now all we left with is a Kyrie. So if you at least have those pieces in play and a, and a guy or two that can still go, that gives you, you know, an all-star borderline type guy that can play. <laughs> and you got those two because when you look at Denver, for instance, let's just use that as a measuring stick. They're better. Denver's entire group of five is better than two banged up players in 38 year LeBron James in an AD in a Kyrie mm-hmm. and nothing else around them. Mm-hmm. They're better than them. Well, here's the thing. I know I, when you start saying, look, there's a risk factor, LeBron's age, AD in and out of the lineup. And now Kyrie, who has not been reliably present on teams for a variety of reasons, on and yeah. off the court. I mean, that, that's a fact. Like, just I you know look it at the is, number Max, of games but I, I don't, I, you know, I hate getting into that because there's context behind it. And, I understand. I said for a variety do, of reasons. Yeah, but we, we, even though you say variety of reasons, we tend to gloss over what their context but is. But the, the question about that stuff, Key, for me, is not what the reason was so much as does it indicate something going forward about whether or not you can expect them to play full seasons? In AD's case, the injury history says no, he's going to miss some time. LeBron's yeah, case, his yeah. age, as he's aged, the injuries have gone up so you can expect him. And Kyrie's case, the variety of reasons tells me there is a good chance that for whatever reason, well, let's he's not, not going to play a full season. Let's not have those reasons in in our country, and we won't have to worry about it. Yeah, but sometimes it's been injury, or sometimes it's been something else, right? Like, Okay, the, the, my point is this. I think that you make a good point if that's the that's a larger point, and so you lack depth. You want to keep the depth. Yeah, Man, AD, lack, Kyrie, you, you and LeBron the on the court together, Key, that's a no, lot. No, it's cute. Oof. It is, but, you, but, but it also reminds me, and, and people can say whatever they want to say about Westbrook, right? Oh, Westbrook, LeBron, and Westbrook ooh, AD, that, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, well, you're looking at the names. Right, we are looking at the names AD, LeBron, and Kyrie. But you also got to put in the context the what if. What if AD gets a hangnail? Oh, he's gone for six weeks. What if LeBron happens to tweak an ankle or or his knee or the fatigue sets in? It just it it's a lot. That's to actually me. An, an ex, a reason for me to get another superstar. And the big difference with Kyrie and, and Westbrook. Is no, no, I'm not. I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing their their their, their styles or anything. I'm just saying the brand, the name. Everybody's yeah, no, no, looking I, for I, the big but, three. But that's right. But in this case, the reason Westbrook didn't work out primarily to me is he can't shoot, and so it's just style it. When you have LeBron, AD, and Westbrook, you boy, you need two lights out shooters, and even then, you probably can't play them all together. Kyrie's game. Is it seems theoretically to to work yeah. perfectly with no, LeBron and AD? No, like there's no, there's no question his game is different and it works with them. Kyrie's not enough to get over the Denver's. I'm assuming Golden State's going to run it back with what, whatever. What if, you could, what if you could keep Austin Reeves or Hachimura? And uh, I'll, get keep, Kyrie. I'll keep I'll keep uh, Austin Reeves. Right, me Kyrie. too. Me too. Yeah. And and keep Kyrie and get Kyrie. Would you yeah. rather do that or yeah. add a? I, if I yeah, I, if I could do that, yeah. Because okay. D'Angelo Russell's got to go. That's not key. what was posed to me to begin with. D'Angelo Russell's got to go. Agreed. He was unplayable that whole series. Yeah, he, couldn't he, shoot, he, couldn't hit shots, and couldn't defend. He is a uh, unreliable at times. 
individual on the court for the Lakers. Yeah, you know what those times are? The playoffs. All right. Which, would Lakers fans rather have three young pieces or Kyrie Irving? David in Virginia. You're on KJM ESPN Radio. David. Hey, guys. Yes. Um, you guys are awesome, by the way. True. I listen to you every morning on my way home from work. Excellent. Um, I was just going to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go get Kyrie because I don't – he matches well with LeBron, but I think it would mess up their defensive identity. Um, they really hung their hat on defense the second half or after the trade deadline this year. Um, and and with LeBron and AD, I feel like you just need more spot-up shooters. Austin Reeves proved he can take people off the dribble enough to get a bucket in the mid-range every now and again or take it to the hole. Um but I just think you need to surround AD and LeBron with more three and D guys, and just hang your hat on defense and let LeBron him, you know, facilitate and do what he does best. At his old age, he doesn't move well without the ball, and um, it's not going to work well with Kyrie handling the ball all the time. LeBron's not going to move and get open. All right, listen. So there you there you have it. Key is wary of bringing in Kyrie if it thins out the depth. This last caller. Also, same sort of thing. You hang your hat on defense, and that's not Kyrie. You're going to thin out the defense and bring a guy in who can play defense in big moments but doesn't usually do it. We're going to get back to this. But ESPN ranked every team's chance to win the Super Bowl. And we're going to find out from Keyshawn Johnson himself if ESPN got it right or wrong. KJM, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. If you've missed any of this first hour, you can download the podcast. Key, ESPN's football power index ranked all teams based on their chances to win the Super Bowl, according to FPI. Here it is. Ready? Let's go one to five. Eagles have a 14% chance. They're number one. Chiefs, 13% chance. They're number two. Niners, I guess no matter who quarterbacks, 11% chance. They're number three. The Bills, who haven't gotten to the conference finals yet, 9% chance are four. And the Bengals, who've been there twice, also 9% chance. They're five. What are Key's real rankings? Oh well, I was waiting on I was waiting on the the uh, you know number five. There, there no. you go. That's that's it, Max. 
Well, here's going to be a head shocker, and this is going to certainly have Pat Costello's fingers ready to hit the sin button. Hear me out before you start going crazy, Max Kellerman. Mm -hmm. The New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints are a team that all they needed was a quarterback and to stay healthy. If they got look at this division that they're in with the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who still doesn't know who their quarterback's going to be, at least we know Carr is there. Carr will be a better quarterback with better weapons than he had the Oakland team. The defense is getting a little bit older, but they're still stout. If Michael Thomas can stay healthy, we know what Alvin Kamara is. We know what Chris Olave is. They got some stuff on the offensive side of the ball. They're going to win the division. They're going to put themselves in a position to possibly have home field advantage of some sort. I like New Orleans sitting at five. Number four. The Baltimore Ravens at number four. Lamar Jackson and that retooled offense. You talk about what they've done in terms of getting receivers. We've been screaming and hollering, oh, they need help, they need help. Well, they went out and got OBJ. They went out and got Nelson Aguilar. Zay Flowers is coming in from Boston as a a draft pick. We know Lamar's got his money defensively. They're solid and sound. They need to shore up their secondary. If they can do that, they're going to make a run against Cincinnati and Cleveland and Pittsburgh within the division. I got them sitting at four. Number three. Number three. The Cincinnati Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals, they're bringing all their core back. They miss some guys in the secondary. They lose the safeties in the secondary, but that's okay. They still got Chase. They still got Higgins and Boyd. Joe Mixon's still in the backfield, along with the quarterback that Max just, for some reason, will never say anything negative about in Joe Burrow. But I think Cincinnati is right there, ready to pop somebody and get to the Super Bowl. Number two. The Kansas City Chiefs at number two. Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback that I've seen in a very long time. He's got somewhat of a retooled receiving core, but as long as Travis Kelsey is still part of that and Andy Reid is still part of that and Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City sits at number two. Until somebody beats them, they're going to be at the top of the AFC. Number one. And number one, the Philadelphia Eagles. I hear all this about the Eagles lost so much on offense, so much on defense and free agency. Who have they really lost? I mean, you you start to think about Miles Sanders at the running back position. Well, they did go get Swift. They did go get Rashad Penny to replace that. We know what they have at the receiver position. All they did was get better through the University of Georgia. All they did was say, ah, let's sit at Georgia's pro day. I like this guy. I like this guy. I like this guy. I like this guy. They won the division. They should have won the Super Bowl. They should have won the Super Bowl. It didn't happen. But they'll be right back there next year, most likely, and they have a strong chance and a possibility of winning the Super Bowl in my power ranking. All right. I understand the Eagles at number one because yeah. they're also in what is at least perceived as the much weaker conference because of the uh, disparity in terms of quarterback quality, right? So I, I get the Eagles at number one. I get the Chiefs at number two um, because they're the best team in the AFC, right? The Bengals at number three. They're nipping at their heels. I love that. Ravens at four. Totally agree. Ravens should be there. And, and look, your nephew plays for the Saints. Yeah, so let's, absolutely. So let me ask, let me, let me phrase it like this. Yes. Let's say the Saints, were, let's take the Saints out of it for a second. Yeah. Who would be number five if it weren't the Saints? It probably would be the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Because? Well, they got a good team, man. They got Michael Parsons. They got CeeDee Lamb. They drafted the tight end. Their offensive line has stopped the running game if Pollard comes back. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Super Bowl in the month of May. Like, come on, man. There's a lot that has to happen. That people got to stay healthy. We don't know if people are going to pan out. 
I'm looking at it from my lens, not mm-hmm. your lens, not based on what you think. No, I, I think Dallas you know? is a reasonable pick. I think it's hilarious. You know, they'll make the playoffs probably and yeah, but that's, but, not win but, a game, but I get but it. That's that's your own Yes. And everybody else hatred. Is you can use the word hatred yes. for the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. That yes. that's you've been around Stephen A too long. No, I I've always felt this way about the Dallas Cowboys. So you know. uh Key, let me ask you this. I'm going to throw mm-hmm. out some names of some teams, okay? You tell me why the Cowboys and not them, all right? Uh-huh. Why the Cowboys and not the Jets? Because I don't know what they're young. I don't know what they, you know, they got a the tough division. Mm-hmm. They got the Bills. They got Miami. I don't know what New England is actually going to be. Uh, I want to see some games. You know, Everybody laughs at New England, right, because they look like they looked last year. We know that the Jets – Got a much better quarterback times ten, if, if than they had a year ago. But they, that's got to come together. What They've a, yet to play a game together. Okay, the Cowboys and the Bills are in similar situations to me, right? They're projected to be a little better than they are most years, but they're good. They win double digits. They just don't get deep into the playoffs. Why the Cowboys and not the Bills? Well, the Bills could be, you 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 asked me in the NFC, Max. You didn't say. Who no, I'm saying uh, if you, you took, said you said take no. the Saints out. Well, take the Saints the out. You can use anyone from either well, conference. Well, I can put the, I put the Bills in there too at five. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. That's fine. so. Would it be the Bills instead of the Cowboys? If you want it that way, it's all fine. Right. What about the Chargers? Similar? Do you hold a Chargers going to Charger? I, I can't because of the head coach. There. Yeah, I no. just can't. I, and, and I'm not a huge Kellen Moore fan like you guys are. How about I keep going? There's so many possibilities here. How 49ers, about, right? What about the 49ers? They're not yeah, on the list. Then, well, oh my because God, I, but I, I understand, you dare. But I understand that because you're saying let's find out who the quarterback's going to be, right? There's well, real- they, have them sitting at, they have them sitting at three despite the quarterback. Well, did you see what happened to them when they didn't have a quarterback in the championship game? Yeah, by the way, key. <laughs> if that was the case, if that was the case, they'd have played in the Super Bowl. You're, the they got, but matter. they picked up your guy to be the third stringer, I guess. And your guy, the last time he had Christian McCaffrey, looked pretty good. He, and, he looked and, and now they got Christian McCaffrey and a whole lot more. He might be he all looks, right over there. He, he looks very serviceable Sam in Darnold. a San Francisco uniform, Sam Darnold, that is. Mm-hmm. But we've yet to see that. We don't really know what the makeup is. They, they've got a new defensive coordinator, by the way. Right. In Steve Wilkes. Mm-hmm. So they've got – Huh? That was weird. Yates was just telling us one minute, but oh, he was laughing. Simply for saying some one reason. minute, sorry. He's oh. laughing. He's someone's cracking Yates up in there. They're now got to figure out what they want to do on the defensive side of the ball, because remember, this is a different defensive coordinator coming mm-hmm. in. This is not Robert Sala. This is not the the uh, D'Amico Ryan's. This mm-hmm. is totally different outsider coming in. So he's going to have his own thoughts on what to do defensively. Key, real quick. Last one. We got twenty seconds. Jacksonville, who made the playoffs and won a playoff game and has a Super Bowl coach and an ascending quarterback. They, they, they could be in the five spot, six spot. They could do that. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Good to talk some football, man. It's been a while, right? Look, the Heat no, we're talking are every day. still up 3-1. to 3-1. One. One. Is there cause for concern because the Celtics won a single game? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.